to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that breakfast show. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Good morning. What's happening? Yes, the weekend is here. I'm out in Virginia, of course. Hampton homecoming is this weekend. Shout out to everybody that attended the HBCU. Homecoming season is upon us. That's right. I know it's uh, canceled for a lot of people or uh, they're having restrictions, but I will be in Hampton uh, this whole weekend enjoying my homecoming, enjoying seeing my my people again because, of course, last year we couldn't do it because of the pandemic. Salute to all the 45-year-olds that's going out there. They got to do a little scratching. You know what I'm saying? A little scratching before they before they go out there this weekend because they want to lose their minds to knuck if you buck. Okay. And swag surfing. Swag, swag surfing. surfing Re- relive yes. their old wild out days. I understand. That's right. I understand. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, shout out to all the alumni that's uh, heading out to homecoming to Hampton University this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, salute to everybody who came out uh, last night in Atlanta, too, man. We had the Black Effect Podcast Network first anniversary uh, celebration hosted by Flame Monroe. And we had live podcasts from Horrible Decisions, Mandy B and Wheezy, and the 85 South Show, Chico Bean. Uh, DC Young Fly and Carlos Miller. So, dropping the clues bombs for everybody who came out last night in Atlanta. Thank you, man. We appreciate the support. Okay. All right now, we have Country Wayne and Zaytoven joining us this morning. Right? I ain't see that. I saw somebody named Drip. Who the hell is Drip? Drip and Zaytoven. Well, that's Drip Country is Wayne. Country Wayne. Yeah. Oh, Drip. Okay. What's mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's, that's like his Sasha Zaytoven. Fierce. That's a uh, that's one of of Country Wayne's characters. He's a dope boy turned rapper. Hey, Drake. okay. So he got music. Mm-hmm. They got an EP that came out last week. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Oh man, eighteen former NBA players have been charged in a four million dollar health insurance fraud. All right, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, now in Thursday night football, the Rams beat the Seahawks 26 17. Russell Wilson had to come out the game. Uh, he uh, dislocated his middle finger during the game. So Geno Smith came in. Uh, former Jet, and uh, they did lose. All right. That's not about right. Now, now, WNBA, the uh, Phoenix Mercury play the Aces tonight at 9 p.m. And this weekend, shout out to Edgar Belanga. He fights over the weekend. And also Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder fight this weekend. Deontay so- Wilder and Tyson Fury part three. I can't wait to see it. Tyson Fury is uh, 20 pounds 20 pounds heavier than, than he usually is. Oh, 20 pounds heavier than the last fight. So I can't wait to Correct. see this one. I mean, you know, this, this is like a, a – this would be a redemption win, a big redemption win for Deontay Wilder. But we'll see. It's going to be a good fight. All right. What else we got, Yeezy? Man, 18 former NBA players have been charged in an alleged $4 million health insurance for Now, this includes Glenn Big Baby Davis. The alleged ringleader of this whole scheme is Terrence Williams. He was the 11th overall in the 2009 NBA draft by the then New Jersey Nets. So these false claims, players received about $2.5 million in fraudulent proceeds. 
the ex-players are accused of submitting false reimbursement claims from around 2017 to 2020. That was for medical and dental services. And the alleged ringleader uh, was supposed, he recruited other NBA players by offering them fabricated invoices. They then used these in false claims to get payment and they would have to also give him kickbacks. So he got about $230,000 in kickbacks from the players, according to the indictments. And he also allegedly assisted three of the ex-players with letters, fabricated letters of medical necessity to justify some services that these false invoices were based on. Some of those uh, players are Charles Watson Jr. and Antoine Wright as well. Uh, A few of these false claims, this is how they got caught, uh, were for identical reported procedures on the same day. Like three players claim to have had root canals on the same six teeth on April 30th, 2016, crowns on the same six teeth on May 11th, 2016, and just different things like some grammatical errors, some unusual formatting on these fake invoices and forms. And one of the players, Gregory Smith, submitted invoices for a root canal in Beverly Hills, but he was actually playing basketball in Taiwan at the time. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what any of this means. You know, something don't sound right about this. I know that much. Just because, and it's only because of the dollar amount. Like four million dollars. That's not a lot of money at all. For how many former was, NBA players? You said the eight. But the 18. NBA makes NBA makes four billion a year. That's the what NBA I'm saying. Makes four billion a you year. You said so. Fifteen. So, I mean, eight, how many NBA players? You said ye. Fifteen. Eighteen. 18, 18. And these are former NBA players. Antoine Wright is one of them. Yeah, but uh, those Sebastian guys. Telfair, Darius Miles, Eddie uh, Robinson. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Sebastian Telfair. I thought Sebastian Telfair, I didn't know he was involved in that. Yeah, he was in it involved with too. See, I, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, what they did was wrong. A lot of those players weren't making huge, huge contracts. Some of them were. But if the NBA is making $4 billion a year, I just honestly say you slap them on the wrist, you keep it inside, and you take care of it inside. You don't oh, wait a minute those now. Play, those plays get, wait a minute that's, that's Wait, 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 wait. This don't have what? nothing to do with what? the NBA other than, other, than them, other than them being NBA players, though. It's not like they were fraud well, in the is- NBA. These, these benefit plans come from from the National Basketball Players Association, too, by the way, and the NBA. Oh. So that is supporting the players because that's well, you know, you didn't benefit say that. plans. You, okay, that makes sense. I mean, these are false claims. And then you know how they have their own union, the Players Association. So that yep. is to make sure that these players are taken care of. And it's you can't give false work that was never done and submit reimbursement claims no, and agree. get that money. Now, some, mm-hmm. some of them have been instructed to pay that money back and have done that. By the way, a few of these players did yeah. uh, repay the proceeds they received, according to the indictment, but some others did not. Yeah, because $4 million does not seem like a lot of money. Because a lot of those guys you named to the uh, NBA. Got, got some, yeah, to the NBA. Those, those guys got some nice contracts. Yeah, I, right. I mean, I well, just think the, the NBA makes $4 billion a year. I know, I know those guys effed up, but allow them to pay it back. Don't lock them up. Don't put them in jail. Don't, that's how I feel. Like, the NBA makes billions of dollars a year. These guys made a mistake. They effed up. They tried to do some slickish. Make them pay their money back and keep it moving. Pop them on the wrist, in my opinion. Well, you're not the right. law, sir. Well, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see right. what happens. Right. I mean, we didn't say for sure that they're going to jail, but this is a health insurance like fraud eight, scheme. I thought like 15 of them got arrested. Yeah, but I don't. Once they get they this is this is all alleged right now, so we don't know what the they'll be sentenced to. They might just reimb- be reimbursed. They might, who knows? Oh, so, something something don't it. sound right about it though. Just just the fact that it's four million dollars. Like I feel like I don't know. with all those NBA players, I feel like it would have been a lot more money. But who knows? If, if this is even right. what happened. It could be just a mistake, right? You don't think so? That's I not, mean, no. no. I don't know about that. Okay. 
know. <laughs> Can't get a root canal in L.A. while you're playing basketball in Taiwan. Just, hey, you know, man. Man. Hey, my hey, assistant you know. messed it up. Uh, okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. That is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. And Red, drop a bomb for uh, Charlemagne. I was uh, driving through the city yesterday, and I seen Charlemagne's studio. I was uh, pulling up to a, a car shop over there, and I was like, look at my guy over there with his studio, man. So salute to Charlemagne. Oh, we, was, studio, uh, we, we, we actually was taping yesterday. Uh, new sh- new show, new episode of The God's Honest Truth comes out tonight at 10 o'clock. On Comedy Central, uh, this episode is actually, since World Mental Health Day is Sunday, this episode is actually called Keep That Same Healing Energy, okay? And we're talking all things mental health. Michelle Williams is on the show tonight, Dr. Rita Walker, uh, Resma Minikim, um, Chico Bean, and Icewear Vezo. So, yeah, tune in. Up. All right. All right, well, get it off your chest. This next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hi, this is Chantel. Hey, Chantel. Get it off your chest, Mama. Peace, Chantel. Oh, no. Oh, Chalamet, I love you so much. Oh, my God. I love you more. Okay. I want to know, does Trav got his own separate line of program? Because I've been calling up there for a long time. And well, this is my first time getting through, but he gets through every single day. Well, Trav comes through the back door. Oh, <laughs> oh, it makes sense. It's your envy. No, that's envy. It's envy's back door. It's envy. It's envy's nope. back line. It's oh my back God, door. I just love you so much. I love you more. What part of South Carolina are you calling from? Eight oh three in this day right now. The Metro. Yes, All right, well, we thank you, here. Mama. You have a good one. Hello, who's this? Yo, hello. Yo, get it off yeah. your chest. Yo, Envy, check me out, man. I'm listening to you talking about these dudes in the NBA, and they should get a slap on the wrist, or whatever. Yo, that's crap, man. Check, yo, these boys were afforded a lifestyle in the NBA that some people will never obtain. They were, they have money that some people would never obtain. If they committed the crime, there should be no sympathy. They should be. They 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 need to pay the price. Now, I just don't like to see my people in jail, and especially with the NBA. I get that part of it. I, I really do. Year. I really do. I don't. I don't want to see nobody go down like that. But come on, man. The, the the money them boys was making in the league. Damn if they blew it or not. That was on them. Life was about choices, and the choices you make define who you become. Well, well they made the choice to do that. If they made the choice to do that, let them go to jail. If that was a regular person on the street that committed that crime, they'd be trying to sit them in jail for 20 years. Hey, you're not wrong, my brother, but due process. We don't know if these brothers are guilty or not. Come on. Okay. Due process. Okay. That's right. My problem was... When he was saying, like, a slap on the wrist, no way, That's absolutely not. If they're NBA guilty, they should pay the price. Just like the little kid that goes out there and robs somebody, he pays the price, they should pay a price. Everybody got to deal. Everybody got to deal with the consequences of their choices. I'm not. You're not wrong. Feel, no, I mean, I just, I just feel like the NBA makes four billion a year, and a lot of times they exploit these players with everything that they do. They make so much money. A lot of these players don't make a fraction of what the NBA actually. Bro, that's makes. not that's so that, that that's 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 cap. 
<laughs> like the NBA, NBA players get paid, bro. Some like of stop. Them do. But you think, nah, you think NBA, all the players on there got millions and millions of contracts? A lot of them. Yes, man. Like, NBA players get paid, bro. The, 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 like there's guys out there that got. I, I was just saying that the other day. I was like, you know what you had to do to get a hundred million dollars in the NBA back in the day? Nowadays, you got Yo, people that, back, that's like the third, fourth best person bro, on the team getting a hundred million. This is back in the day. That was like eight, nine, ten years ago. That wasn't two years ago. Big baby last deal. He probably made like six million a year. His last deal. And he, when was that? Maybe 20. Yeah, but let me look and see when he played. Of, there's a lot of uh, basketball players on there you probably don't even know. 2012. He, last time, I th- last year, I think Big Baby played was 2012. He made 6.4 million. But here's the thing. We're acting like these guys are guilty. Could these guys have their That's due true. process, please? That is true. I just don't want to see nobody go to jail. And especially with the NBA making $4 billion a year. I just don't want to see nobody go to jail. Just me. Yeah, but we're not going to act like these NBA chest. players be starving either, though. Come on. You're acting like this is hey, the I'm WNBA. It's not the WNBA. It's the NBA. Nah, it's... <laughs> I'm not saying they're starving, but jeez. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? What's up? Chris uh, from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Chris, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey, I, I kind of had something going on. Uh, first off, good morning to all y'all. Peace, King. How are you? Happy Friday. Um, so I've been married for like four years. And, uh, you know, my wife, she has a super low self-esteem. And she's always worried about me leaving her and, you know, leaving her in the dust, you know, when she's old and can't find nobody else. You know, she's just going through some stuff. And I, I'm trying to figure out if it's, if it's something that I'm doing wrong or if it's her. You know, so I kind of wanted to get some advice from y'all. It sounded to me like she got some internal internal issues she need to handle, my brother. I always say yeah. too, man, when it comes to when it comes to like you know love, your first, last, and best love got to be self love. So she, if she dealing with any internal issues that's causing her not to love herself the way she should, it's gonna be kind of yeah. hard in whatever relationship she in, King. Yeah, I know it's tough, man, because we got a daughter together and we live together and. You know, we've been together for eight years all together, and I've, I've shown nothing but complete loyalty. You know, I don't go out and do that scene. I'm always home working, you know. Encourage her to go do the work. Maybe y'all should go to couples therapy together. You know what I mean? And maybe that couples therapy will lead to her going to her own therapy. But it just sounds like she needs, um, she got some things she needs to heal. That's that's what it sounds like to me. I appreciate that, yeah. Let's go do the work, brother. It's all kind of resources Good out up, there bro. that y'all could... Y'all could, y'all could, y'all could get with. I would start with couples and, therapy you know, though. And make sure you compliment her all the time and tell her how much you love her, how great she looks to you. And sometimes little things like that mean a lot. Sending y'all healing energy though, King. Hello, who's this? This Ashley. How are you? Hey Ashley. Good morning. Get it Peace, your Ashley. Oh, hey, sorry, man. I love your show, by the way. Thank you. Love you too. So what I need to ask my test is, I wish people stop moving to Florida. <laughs> I'm trying wow. to go to work. This traffic is crazy. Like, all these people That's moving here though. for what? They just said that Miami is number two on the list of most expensive places to live, right? In Florida. Just be. Yes, I used to live in just Miami. Just LA. I just moved to Jacksonville. Ashley, I'm going to tell you something. You, it sounds like you're trying to keep people out. You just said there ain't nothing in Florida. Don't get me wrong. They need to go home. They need to go home. All the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, but Florida's still a beautiful place. But you don't you clearly don't want people there. I'm not crazy. 
I don't like when you say that. I, actually, I ain't say nothing. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, I ain't say nothing. Thank you. Yeah, she sound okay. like she getting crazy. They sound like she about to get crazy. I'm a little See? crazy. See? Thank you, Mom. Have a good weekend. Hello, who's this? This is Jay. Hey, Jay, get it off your chest. So I'm calling. I'm not really upset. Just a little, little feeling a little fooled, a little bamboozled. Um, we hear about catfish. We even know about hatfish. These men not who they pretend to be under the <laughs> Now, I'm not kink-shaming or nothing, but Mello be calling up here, sounding all good, sounding like a snack. Boy, I went to that boy's page. That's a whole man with titties. Damn. He said he's an old man with titties. Lord have I mercy. I was about to shoot my shot. Everything. I'll pass. Plus, I know he in a relationship now and everything, so... I wish you well, oh. Mello. Damn. Shots this morning. That wasn't, that wasn't nice. Mello's a cool person. It wasn't it wrong, though. Mean. Thank you. Also, we <laughs> need you guys back in Boston ASAP, okay? Jelly Belly calls up here and forgets to mention we want to hear y'all live, not just on the iHeart app. We love y'all out here. Well, that, those days are over. They're not bringing us back to that yeah. white-ass city. That ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Too, too many crackers flying around. That's, That's right. I, I say cracker way too much to be on in Boston. Salute to Boston, though. I love Boston, get it off, by the way. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way, E. Barbara Corcoran has apologized to Whoopi Goldberg. We'll tell you what she said that was offensive. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Barbara Corcoran was on The View and they were joking around and she made a comment about Whoopi Goldberg's jeans. All right, listen to this. They're great jeans. Yeah. Well, I have to try them. You have to. <laughs> will they fit this COVID? Yes. Okay. Yes, they will. They fit this COVID. <laughs> and when you get finished with those jeans and decide you don't like them, give them to me. I'm going to make two pairs. Oh, All right. oh, 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 Barbara. Okay, so now we don't like you. What's the matter? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Oh. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. When Sarah Haynes and uh, Jill Biden wore that dress already on yeah. TV. That's yeah. not true. Little poor-ass dress. Okay, somebody else don't wear that little poor-ass dress on TV twice already, all right? Mm. Yeah, and I'm going to say this. Whippy Goldberg did, did not look like she was amused at all by that. Actually, she looked kind of sad. I ain't going to say she looked so, sad or hurt. She just looked like, she who, did. She looked like who the F you she playing with? Who the F you playing? When she the hell hurt. When the hell did you become a comedian? Okay? <laughs> Anna had her right back now, door. Anna pissed all over that little poor-ass dress that two people had on the show already. Okay? All right, well, here is what Barbara Corcoran had to say afterwards. I just came back from The View and saw my old friend Whoopi. As you well know, she has a phenomenal sense of humor. I've known Whoopi for years. I made a joke at Whoopi's expense, which I now realize wasn't funny. For anyone who I may have offended unintentionally, I just want to say I really am very sorry. Well, if she feels like she offended Whoopi and, you know, she feels like she should apologize, you know, do your thing, you know? And I, I think you should. I think there's only right that you should do the same because you offend me sometimes up here, and you know it, it really bothers me. So I think you should apologize to me if you believe that. Well, I seen about two other people uh, with that fake ass beard you got on that same Beijing spray paint beard that you got. <laughs> I seen about two other people in the industry with that same beard. Okay, 
Little poor Shut ass. Shut up. Head. It offends me. Apologize. I want you to apologize. Hey, who uh, is Barbara, though? What's she do? I don't know her. You don't know who Barbara Corcoran is from uh, Shark mogul. Tank? And she's, she's a real estate mogul. You never seen, you've nope. never seen like Corcoran real estate? No, but it makes she's sense. She's been now. on the Breakfast Club before. That's why Damon Jones. She's been on the Breakfast Club. Oh, okay. Before. Yeah, All right, now, Issa Rae yeah, has revealed to Mike Magazine that she uh, actually was told to include white characters in her show so that people would care. She said one of her colleagues told her, girl, if you want this ish to set off to the next level, you got to put a white character in there. Then white people will care about it. Then NPR is going to write about you. Your ish will blow up. And that's why she actually added a white person to her YouTube series, Awkward Black Girl. And she also took that advice when it came to Insecure. In 2016, she brought white actress Lisa Joyce on board to play the character of Frida, who was a co-worker of Issa Rae's. But then she was written out of the series at the end of season three when Issa Rae quit her job. Uh, she told Mike that she then started actively resisting the temptation to include another white character on the show. She said, I realized, oh my gosh, our show is just about black characters now in the most refreshing way. Dropping a clues bombs for Issa Rae. You said, what, you? That's a crazy thing to say to somebody. Like, if you want your show to be successful, you got to add white characters. <laughs> well, listen, man. Uh, I know one thing, though. Issa wanted the realest in it. I'll tell you that much. Okay, y'all have no idea how real Issa keeps it. But maybe y'all do. But drop on the clues bombs for Issa, right? All right. All right, well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? No, we discussed this 18-year-old student at the high school in Arlington and uh, at the shooting at Timberview High School. Well, Timothy Simpkins has been released after being accused of injuring four people during that shooting. Uh, he posted bond, and we'll tell you what happens next. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Audible is your source for best-selling audiobooks, hot new releases, and popular podcasts. Plus exclusive titles you can't find anywhere else. It's all in the one app. Get your first one free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in sports and Thursday night football, the Rams beat the Seahawks 26-17. Russell Wilson, uh, he came out in the game because of an injured middle finger. WNBA, the Mercury takes on the Aces tonight in boxing. If you're a boxing fan over the weekend, shout to Edgar Berlongo. All my Puerto Ricans out there, he's fighting this weekend. And also Tyson Fury versus Dante Wilder. Deontay Wilder. Why are you calling that man Dante? Tyson Fury I don't know. versus Deontay <laughs> Wilder, man. Uh, this is their, 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 their third fight. Third. And this will be a... Yep. Re- a redemption fight if Deontay gets back. So I can't wait to see Deontay and Tyson go at it. What else we got, you? All right. Now let's go to Timberview High School in Arlington. We talked about the 18-year-old student who was being bullied, and he's accused of injuring four people in a shooting. Timothy Simpkins has now been released after posting bond. He has not responded to reporters who asked if he had anything to say to his family or to people who were wounded. He's being charged now with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And he was at the pre-trial release department with family and friends. He was getting fitted with an electronic leg monitor and given the conditions of his bond. Uh, if you recall, we discussed this. He opened fire inside a Timberview High School following a fight with another student. The video of that fight did end up going viral. Four people were hurt in that shooting, including two teachers and two students. 
<sighs> all right. And uh, let's also discuss, this is an interesting story. A woman ended up in the hospital after wearing high-cut jean shorts on a date and continually getting a wedgie. So her name is Sam. She's a 25-year-old from North Carolina. She didn't expect any possible side effects from these high-cut jean shorts, but unfortunately for her, the wedgie that was created by the shorts and her underwear contributed to her ending up in the ICU. She has cellulitis and sepsis. So they did reach out to her from BuzzFeed. They said she had to go to the doctor to get treated with antibiotics for a possible skin infection. There was chafing. She said the next morning she was in septic shock. She was rushed to the ER. She was shivering, breathless, couldn't walk, had extreme body aches, and she realized it was more serious than she had anticipated. She was actually in the ICU for almost four days, and doctors had to debate whether they were going to do surgery, which was basically cutting off the part of her butt that got infected. From this constant wedgie All from because these of jeans with uh, two jean tight? shorts. Yeah, and the Jeez. the wedgie that it created and then the, the chafing. And then she said she just woke up and wasn't feeling well. And she was very sore. She said she had a large bump where the chafing had occurred. And as time went on, it started getting more wow. painful. And then it was a throbbing, wow. stabbing pain <laughs> in one spot. What are we talking about? Whose fault is this, by the way? Like, what, what is she, is she blaming jeans somebody? too tight and too high. No, she's just talking about what happened to her. This could happen to anybody. So That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, all, all these mm-hmm. dudes I be seeing walking around here with tight, high-waisted jeans on, that don't happen to them? And they got balls. Listen, if you end up with a wedgie nonstop and having to pick your wedgie out and chafing on that area, then this, let this be a warning to you, okay? Tight jeans cause wedgies? You end up in the hospital. I thought, like, like uh, no, dresses and, like, like a different what's the fabric not like jean not denim i didn't know denim causes wedgies i know you get a wedgie with denim. But I, wedgies, I think it was high your butt, cut bro. and so yeah anything up your butt is a wedgie but i've never so i've never seen a wedgie and i've never seen a wedgie with denim i've seen a wedgie with like you know cotton or silk or velvet what's some you know the material i'm talking about the little soft material i've never cotton. seen one with denim and yeah, well, that's probably what caused the, abs- the chafing and all these issues, too. Because think, think about how rough that denim is. My all God, that's crazy. <laughs> all right, well, that is your front page <laughs> news. Why are you saying like that, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Denim all in your butt. That is nickname oh, envy? What? All right, well, thank you, Missy. E. Now, when we come back, Zaytoven and Country Wayne. We're going to kick it with them when we come back. So why are you laughing like that, man? We can see you laughing. <laughs> just so you stupid. You're so stupid. Get him in your butt. <laughs> That's a hell of a Levi's ad, ain't it? Country Wayne, Zaytoven, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wrangler. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Y'all. My man mm-hmm. Country Wayne yo. and Zay Tovin, yes, a.k.a. Sir. Drippin' Zay. Yo, 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 I've been waiting to get on your drill, you know, oh, I came here and I want to sit in the chair with the artists who ain't, don't need nothing there, y'all. I'm the first artist to come in here like this, y'all. No record or nothing, no record label, me and Zay, y'all. Hold on <laughs> now, so, this, so, he, so Drippin's a whole other person. 
Yo, yo, Drew, oh, yo. You okay. haven't been seeing Drew do his thing? He got merchandise? Yo, I got merch and everything. Like, I'm going to get money. I just dropped the EP and everything. Yo, I'm hot out here in the city of Atlanta, yo. I'm Wayne, I'm going to be honest with you. I just thought drip. you was... Drip, my bad. I, yo, just thought, I just thought you was getting so much money, you just was flexing no. on people. Because, you know, sometimes people get to a certain status, they change their identity and everything. No, that know. was you. That was you. You switched. <laughs> yo, we seen your money go and you shine brighter. Like, you got brighter and everything over here. Yeah, literally. You got younger. I seen the money, and I'm like, you one of my motivators. I like Charlemagne. Yo, you one of them that I watch, and be like, that money make you do something different. Yo, what I love about Drip is that you went from being in the streets, right? Yo, yo, and yo, yo, cut that part, yo, yo. But yo, I was dumb. Yeah, I was really dumb. So you know, yo, I was really dumb, and Zay was Zay was there coming through. I didn't, I didn't put, I didn't got him out the trap. And how did you finance your career? Yo, 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 how I find yo, Angela Cocaine. Hey, yo, hey, I'm finna. Keep the whole interview. Yeah, say on everything. Don't don't bring. Nah. Hey, I find this is through God. Yo, what was the drug yo. of choice you sold, Drip? Yo, got Charlemagne. You know they bitch said you was the police, <laughs> but I thought you. I thought it yeah. was Rebel Club, not Vlad. Yo, yeah. Charlemagne, you posted. You from down there, and you did it just because you went through your charge. Hey, <laughs> let's talk about something else. But the EP, yo, Drip and Zay is out there. Now, Zaytoven, that's a great cosign mm -hmm. um, for Drip to have Zaytoven actually do this EP. Yo. So, Zay, what did you see in Drip that made you say, okay, I'm a, I'm a blessing with these beats? No, no, I was, just, I was watching him. I kept watching him every day, and I'm like, hold on. He might got some. Don't lie, Zay. It was no, the bag. No, it wasn't the bag. No. It wasn't the bag. It's opportunity, man. So, you know, I'm a guy that's been in the game for a long time, so I'm looking for something. New and innovative. In real. And yeah, real. In too. real. Let's let just be honest. Like, yo, he, he read it for a real one. You know, he had Gucci on, and I drove in here, and it's like Atlanta is in me. And I'm bringing it to the city, and now we on the Breakfast Club. This is legendary for the streets for real, because rappers don't got too rich. Yo, mm. and they ain't, you don't feel the answers anymore. Now, Zay, it don't get much realer than Gucci now. Mm -hmm. So, you think Drip is on that level of realness? Well, you know, drip yep. is a whole nother yo. thing. This is a whole nother other thing. No, tell yeah. the truth. Hold up, Zay. Hold up. Yo, yo, no, yo. I'm the, yo it's I'm only the, one Gucci. I'm, yo, it's only one Gucci, it's, but it's only one drip. It's only one drip. Yo, okay. Yo, like, drip do it different. Like, yo, see, I'm with the ladies and about the money. I'm not violent, yo. It, I'm a spiritual gangster. Okay, yo. okay. And he's honest. Break like, that I like, down. I like, I like the fact that a spiritual gangster, like, I'm gonna touch you because I'm gonna you do something to me. I'm, I'm protected and I pray. Divinely protected. Yo, there you go. And, and something gonna happen to you anyway. Let God yeah. ride yo, for you. God, yeah. God gonna spend the block for you. He has there you a go. Clean. There yo. you go. How you get the name Drip? Because I was born with it. I got it too. This flawless diamonds in the Rolex. Yo, this 56,000. But I, I was born with it. And everybody didn't have it. Everybody ain't born with it. They have to go buy it. Yeah, I'm about to test and see if the jewelry real yo, right now. As yo, soon as this warm up. Test them. Yo, warm up. Get his yo. teeth, too. Hit his teeth. Yo, <laughs> Angela Yee. Yo, because you, you looking young and rich, don't make no suggestions because he's not touching my mouth. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've been waiting on that toast, though. Yo, yo, this the real one. Let me see, one. let me see, yo, let me see. Yo. Oh, oh shit. Man, look at Drip. Look at Drip. Look at Drip. That means it's that. real, real, isn't it? Yo, you want the VVD? Let me try to watch. Let me try to watch. Oh, yo, oh, don't flawless. It'll tell your machine. Oh, I know you got a machine real. for the flawless. Yeah, and you, and you want, yo, let me do the airing, let me do the airing. Yo, everything, yo. Uh-oh. Yeah, you got the mic. Nah, that ain't going to be Put it on up, put it on up. Drip. Ain't on that. Okay, okay, okay,
Now, you since you talked about the women, let's discuss that for a second. All right, because you have a song where you said you can't be your Russell Wilson, but you can be someone's future. Yeah, that's what I can't be your Russell Wilson. That's toxic as yeah, yeah, that's toxic, but that's what they like. See, when you toxic, it bring the toxins out their body. If you ain't toxins, them juices don't flow the same. Okay, if okay. If you toxic and she know you toxic, she gonna say she don't like you, but a different fluid come from her. So I'm just being real, out the real. Like, I can't be your Russell Whisper, but I could be your future. You won't <laughs> like the things I do, but the way I do it to you, y'all. Yeah. That's actually a dope-ass double entendre, though. Yeah, that's mm. real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not... And then the, the, the uh, future, you gonna have a good time and all that for however, just, just count your times, enjoy it, because you don't know how long it's gonna last, but you gonna be able to say, I ain't gonna lie, I had a good time. I probably went on vacation, and I probably went mm-hmm. to Miami, but okay, I'm okay. not gonna stay there all day, and we have children that take pictures in white robes. That mm-hmm. ain't that ain't me, that's Russell, and di- no disrespect to Russell and Sierra, where they living, but you know, I could be your future, because I'm out here in the streets. You wouldn't want that one day, though, to find you a good woman, a wife, and mm-hmm. settle down and nah. have a family? Family. Nah, bunch nah. of little drips running around. Nah, yo, I, yo, the driplets, yo, I, yo, yo, <laughs> they they running around, but yo, I just can't be there all the time. I get bored. Like I don't think you' supposed to wake up every day with the like the same woman. Like God, I don't think He meant that for everybody because that's morning breath. And morning mm. breath will take you out of here. So I know that's a sign you don't supposed to be sleeping together all the time. But yeah. aren't you taking in mad different morning breaths if you with a bunch of different? No, women? can't Who's you just brush with your me? teeth? Who's sleeping with me? Yo, don't, yo. Oh, you I see what you're saying. The, the energy of you being around me all day just unnecessary. Because, like, mm-hmm. after the moment over, you really want to be like, bye. But I'm a realist to say that. Like, yeah. go in the other room, yo, and I see you another time, yo. Okay, okay. But, you, but that turn you on because you mad. When I leave, you like, I can't stand home. You know, but if it just all that every day, you're going to get bored. True, you true. You have to put online like it's real, but it ain't. Yo! Let me ask you this. Since you've <laughs> had this drip for so long, Yo. and you a ladies' man, Yo. has a woman ever got you for something? Like you put the watch down in the hotel room Yo. or... Yo, one got me for 15 rights. Woo! Yo. Cash? Yo, 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 15 rights. She got me, y'all. And she got me good. And she she ain't doing good right now. What you mean? Yeah, she she looking bad. I seen her on social media. I was like, oh. Because God spun the block for <laughs> yo, you. Yo, yo, so, yo, he he got her out the way through the paper. But I don't know what she did. She must have used it literally. Yo, like he's bought something else for somebody else. Yeah. Yo, but she, yo, she got me for 15 rights, Angela Yee. But you know, y'all, that ain't nothing. I spend that on you, y'all. I, yo, <laughs> I really want to come here because you looking good. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I heard your you song. One of your that. songs. You're going to let her curve <laughs> you like that? She, she going to let her curve you like that? We're going to get right back to it. You think I ain't on yet, yo. <laughs> Speak to me. Yo. Because I do see you pay for trips and everything, right? Yo. Oh, yo, the paper is, yo. I keep what the, you got? I keep oh! the paper. That ain't nothing. Big drip. Digit pocket. I'm finna spend this in New York. What the store? Yo, I was just gonna spend all of this, yo. I'm disappointed you got 20s, though. Yo, that ain't, oh, that's for Give the Give all of the ye. Give them the ye. That's for the cow driver. Get all the ye. Yo, ye, 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 we gonna know she gonna get the cards. Yo, she gonna get the cards. I'm gonna let her spend it all. You can have the account number. 
Just not my phone call. You drop a hundred. It ain't nothing, y'all. I leave that in hope. But leave it then. Leave it. Don't worry about it. Leave it. Leave it for the broke rappers. So when they call through here, can I put it in your cup? There you go. Leave it for the broke radio personality too. When the broke rapper come through and faking like they got it, y'all. Drip left song for you. Just manifest that. Manifest that honor in their cup. And there's no drip came through here for y'all. Cause y'all, y'all, I ain't flexing y'all. All right, we got more with Country Wayne and Zaytoven. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Gee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Country Wayne and Zaytoven. Yeah. Zay, what was the recording process like with Drip? Oh, uh, just what y'all was saying easy. right now. Like, we, I just had I had a ball just in there watching them do his thing. It's you know easy. what I mean? It Coming come, up with the music. Do you write? You don't even write, do you? No, no I, I ain't got to write. I ain't do no writing. Know, me and Jay Z, and who else do that? It was me and Jay Z. Biggie. Biggie. Like, we yeah. in New York. You know what I'm saying? Not saying I'm on their level because I know I'm in New York. I ain't got time for no cap. Run on my foot. But, yo, it's just, I don't got the right. It comes like I could spit right now from the spit. Let me hear something. Let me hear something from the spirit. I'm coming from the bottom, headed to the top. Yeah, you know I drill, but you know I never drop. Mm. I'm on Breakfast Club with Angela Yee and Charlemagne. Mm. I got Zay Tobin, his curls, they doing their thing, yo. Who is that? A replacement for it. Yo, I'm in New York, in New York City, yo. I'm coming harder than everybody. Thinking the plan. I'm having an experience that's out about it, yo. It's drill. That's yeah. nothing. Hey, Zaytoven, your curls are doing their thing, I though, bro. I ain't going to lie. That, that's some, Yo, that you look rich. You look man. You look embarrassed. I wonder why his curls do that. Like, why your curls just different? He said he got berries. How you going to do that? Yo. What? How you going to do that to your producer? No, I'm just saying, your produ- who produced the curls? I've been wanting to ask you that. <laughs> I hated to get on Breakfast Club and ask this question, but his curls is different. You want that? Uh, no, I'm just, I keep it nappy, y'all. Yo, yo, I got family in Nigeria and everything. Yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zay, you got a movie coming out Thanksgiving, right? Yes, sir. What's finesse. that about? Two Finesse. It's the finesse game. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you know, it's a comedy and it's uh it's it's all about, you know, the smoke and mirrors. Do but you feel like the pandemic has elevated that finesse? Oh, come on. It's like I done made more yo, money in a pandemic right. than than anything. And it's like, you know, you got to be creative. You know what I mean? Atlanta taught, taught me how to be creative, and that's what we, you know, we shine a light on that. Word. So what do you mean by it? during the pandemic you made more? Explain that. It's just I got to find new ways of making money. You mm-hmm. know, it's not, I can't go out and do DJ shows. I can't travel this place and this and that. Mm-hmm. So to connect with artists, to, con- you know, to connect with different people, I got to do different things. And it's almost via, you know, the internet, but... People want to be tapped in, so you know it opened the doors for me to be more creative. And but that's, you, and that's crazy because you already a natural creative. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. tell that by just making music. So that's probably just tapped into something else Indeed. in your brain. Like that's man. why, like I'm right here with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah, something it, it, different. Country Wayne, country Wayne now, though, drip, okay, though. Country Wayne's okay. here hey, now. Hey, so how long? How do we know when Country Wayne making oh, appearance? He, he, took his, country, he took his teeth out. Yeah, he took he took the teeth out, and um, the, the, the demeanor has left. And you know what's crazy, Wayne? I heard somebody somebody was talking about you the other day, and they was like, um, they can't even get Wayne to do no TV or nothing like that because you making so much money doing stand up and everything else. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, I, I can't do no TV right now. I just did a TV show with BET though. Um, you did? It's coming out, okay. and I and I got a book deal, man. They gave me a book they almost sell figures for my life story. For real? Straight mm-hmm. up. And what it is, I'm doing so much of my own stuff and they still, when they see, you know, auditions and stuff, it'd be like, like I'm about to shoot my own movie in January in okay. Atlanta. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just like, when you do your own thing, because I don't trust the system. I was out there in LA for two years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you go, you having these general meetings and all that. I'm like, man, hold up, man. So you telling me I'm really waiting on y'all to give me a year. So at, at, at some point it just became, bro, let me do my own thing, and mm-hmm. and I and that's when I really turned up. Mm-hmm. I felt like who I was when I got in this thing. 
it's like I, I was an entrepreneur getting into the comedy game and then the comedy game turned it back to a job. Because mm -hmm. you just doing shows, doing shows in comedy club and uh, you waiting on Hollywood to give you opportunities. But man, most of the time that opportunity ain't coming. And that will suck your creativity. Oh, it take you because now you ain't even around your people anymore. So now you get on, you get in LA out there, you, you on the island. You're mm -hmm. not even connected to the soil, the soil yeah. of, of creativity, man. When the pandemic hit, Man, I was really broke. I went broke because really? during the pandemic. Yeah. Man, I, that's my book. Man, I was down thirteen thousand mm. dollars. Huh? But then I ran it up to sell me in 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 um three hundred days. Wayne, mm -hmm. ain't no way in hell. Now hold show? on. I can, okay, now let's let's Listen. be clear though. You do got a lot of kids, Yo, and that is the number one was, reason. I'm a, I'm, I'm a realistic person. <laughs> when that pandemic hit, you know you got about a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Just pay taxes now. You know what I'm saying? Trying to pay them early to do right. I shouldn't did that. I had about a, I had about a hundred grand, but my bill's about seven, eight a month. So that that first bill came. We ain't know nobody no SBA or nothing. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, God, dog. Well, I got down to thirteen thousand credit cards, matched out and everything. Damn. I was, but mm. you know, I was my faith in God. So I was like, all this Jesus Papa stuff I've been talking about. I'm finna, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see if this book of Job for real. Yeah, now. I'm finna see it, man. I'm about, <laughs> man, I'm about to sell Nutriburst. One time, I'm like, yeah, oh, guys. Hey, for real, I'm, about, I'm a hustler. You was about to do Nutriburst. <laughs> I'm about to do Nutriburst. I ain't got no pride. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I, I'm uh -huh. like, look, bro. But uh, I say, man, this the time that all this positivity, help is on the way, and Jesus Papa is real. And man, God came to me, and I, was, I had all my kids in the house. It uh, he would just like start doing these skits, and I wasn't doing it for the money. I'm like, well, it'll keep my buzz. Yeah, give the people, man, and then it just that thing went up. Like that's great when you do something and it's not for the money, and yeah. then it bring you money. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. knew God was gonna do something. Cause I was like, man, I don't scream his name too loud. And boy, mm. he took me in the pandemic. He he gave me my independence back to the point I didn't even need Hollywood. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Man, what the f am I missing? Because I thought you was out here doing all types of shows man, before show the don't pandemic. Up, man, don't show it on Man, you go to Cumber Club, you pick up 30, 50,000 when you hot. But man, that ain't no. Think about the. Okay, the agent gonna get 10. Man, yeah. get 10. So if I make 40 grand, 8 grand gone. You yeah. got 32 level. It gonna cost you 7 grand to travel for real. Especially yeah. you got a crew. So you had 25 ranks. <laughs> then child support. Then, then child support, man. That You ain't finna get rich just touring. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what I had to learn, man. And you got to, you don't know it until it stops. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to own your content. And, you know, they you know they teach us about that, but you don't never know it. But online, I learned the game. It ain't about the money I'm making. Now I'm making a lot of money online. But it's the fact that even if I stop right now, mm -hmm. I'm going to make a certain amount because the content. And it's like, man, that's what put me in that. You got catalog. Yeah, catalog. It's like, man, these people, boy, they'll tour you to death and keep you out there on that road and won't even grow your career because they... You just torn, 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 but right. I could count. Yeah. Like, man, yo, I'm making a million dollars a year, but after taxes, and you know, if you pay your taxes mm -hmm. for real, you know how that go, man. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I pay my. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah. So you pay them, you know yeah. where I'm coming from, and man. And you have a lot of expenses. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Child support, man. I got nine kids for real, man. My baby mama don't work. I pay everybody rent. So this, uh, but that's you look stressed just thinking <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I've been doing it so long, <laughs> man. Just but the pandemic turned me to a situation where I said I never got worried about that again. I, I respect the honesty because you know it's a lot of smoke and mirrors on social media too. Oh, yeah, you, a lot yeah. of people with a bunch of followers, bunch of likes, a bunch of views, but they don't got the money to that match. That money ain't. So I respect uh, you being honest. Oh yeah, like, no nobody gonna keep it. If you don't be real, you are gonna get real results because mm -hmm. if you ain't real. See, I tell everybody, my mama them ain't get blessed like me because they weren't real. We used to be poor, <laughs> and she wouldn't even pray for no food. I'm talking about she pray for a man and everything. Listen, lady, my spirit is wicked right now. 
please pray for some food. You praying for a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Did your mom ever, did she ever get a man? Did nah, that nah, my mama, she, she loved my daddy, but my daddy, uh, he ain't come through like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know how it is when a woman put their faith in a man and he lose, you lose your faith. My daddy and my mama were, they came from the streets, but they mistakes allowed me not to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Drugs really tore them down, you know what I'm saying? So, so it made me never do drugs. It made me stay away from certain things. You ain't you know? on no drugs? No, nah, I ain't never did nothing. Never yeah. smoked, drank, no. Nah. Man, it's just get, turned up. That's just you, the spirit. No, nah, nah, I get mm-hmm. that. You know, I had them kids early. So once I had them kids early, I couldn't really afford to mess up. That's real. I had seven kids by the time I was 22. God damn. So by the time you don't mess up like, <laughs> man, I had two children. They four days apart. I went to the hospital, man, uh, for one child. Four days later, I came back. The, she was, the nurse was like, did you leave anything? <laughs> like, yeah, another child. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, know, you ever try condoms? Ever? Yeah, yeah, I tried them. Now he do plan B. Yeah, plan B don't work either, boy. What? <laughs> Not for mine. I get mine different. Man, plan B, they owe me some money. Why you don't like condoms, though, man? Like, no, I like condoms. Ain't no I way. Like, I like the condoms after that moment, but like... What? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> see, I was in high school. Okay. And we was okay. all raw dog, like Booster said. They were young, so I brought <laughs> fresh, so I raw dog them. The Booster said that. It just hey. Did you call Boosie to try to justify? <laughs> you quoted Boosie like you quoted the scripture out the Bible just now. I quoted Boosie. It, it was just Boosie said it that. It just felt different. <laughs> you know, I started off with a condom there. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the greatest. Then one day I did it without. I'm like, wait a minute, you know. And, and I get it. Three of my baby mamas, I dealt with them one time. The first time I dealt with them, they got pregnant. Oh, good Damn. job. Good job. <laughs> Angela, you hmm. listen here. Yeah, well, I'm sure your kids are a blessing. So oh, yeah, they're a blessing. Yeah, I, mean, I ain't going to lie. My kids will keep me. We moving in the house together uh, by ourselves. Uh, me and my kids, that's what keep me going now, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> at this point, it's be fruitful. So you don't even pull out. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. I, one, one of them I did. I guess people get praying for their uterus or something because I don't know how she You got. probably have like the premature, like a yeah. little bit first. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened, but mm-hmm. all along came back 99.9. I had a test on them, and then <laughs> when it came back 9, the first one came back 99.9, I was like, well, shoot, they ain't a hunter. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, this the, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm like, hell, this the ain't a hunter. chance. I'm reading the paper, it says, yeah, this is not 100%. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, this might not be mine, but mm-hmm. all them children of mine, man, they all good. <laughs> and hell, we just, it's just a big, a big village. All right, we got more with Country Wayne and Zaytoven when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into the single. It's Be Your Future. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Be Your Future, Country Wayne and Zaytoven. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Yee. Okay, so when it comes to your children's mothers, right? Because mm-hmm. you take care of things. What is it okay for them to date? Yeah, they can date. Let me take this off because you can ask a hot question. <laughs> <laughs> man, listen, my baby mama go get anybody they want. Still gonna pay their bills. They can stay though. They don't happen before. Cause I be um, sometimes when I watch their sketches, I was like, cause I love watching you online because it uh-huh. is like watching TV already. Mm-hmm. But I be looking like there's a little bit of truth in some of this, oh, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of, like, the little jealous things. Yeah. Baby mama, get jealous. they don't get jealous of I'm each other. I'm talking about you getting jealous. Oh, me? No. No, no, no. See, Do you I, ever get a little jealous? Do I ever get a little jealous? Me, uh, it's hard for me to get jealous to the point. You know, probably back in the day when I was young, but mm-hmm. we don't been through. I don't see my baby mamas with other guys. 
uh, after I don't left them. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, I want them to live their best life because I'm darn sure going to live mine. Like, if they find a man or whatever, I pay their bills and everything, but they find some. But it's hard to find another Wayne, though. You know what I'm saying? I know. It has to be intimidating for anybody they date, too, to be like, well, this is my child's father. You yeah. know. You ain't going to find a Wayne. And then you be doing songs where you be like, uh, that's my ex, but she still let me hit. Yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna find no way. <laughs> every, every ex I had, every, every ex I had, I never found another way. I treated them too good. For real? Yeah. Not them women, I wasn't with them. Okay. I'm talking the relationships I don't been in. I don't been in like three real relationships, three and a half. Since mm-hmm. since we known you? No, uh, like in life? No, since y'all know me, I only been in one. Who was that? Jess, hilarious. Yeah, Jess. Oh, big yeah. Jess. All yeah, right. Jess. What up, yeah, Jess? Jess. Shout out and to Jess. And at least y'all cool with each other now. We love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Unless Jess. you're not again. No, nah, me and Jess cool, okay. man. I'm always cool with it. How like. you f that up, man? Jess a good one, man. Man, listen, I'm a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the catch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Country Wayne. Yeah, 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 I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Country Wayne, man. Me and Jess is on, you know, hey. Hey, hey man. Hey, Jess, hey, we cool, though. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. It's going to be hard to find another Wayne, but... <laughs> Wayne, Wayne, know what, Wayne, know what to do. I'm blessed. So now, what's next after this EP? Are you uh, planning to do? Oh man, drill, man, drill. It will be probably be performing at the Hip Hop BT Awards or something that year. I'm gonna take him. He just hot. Like I just know, you know what I'm saying. He got the people, and I know what to say. He got a voice where he ain't got to make no hit. So, so drill, man, drill taking over. Like I ain't gonna let drill fail. He owed me some money. I don't put some money. <laughs> Congrats to you too, Zay Tobin, for being named one of the 50 greatest producers of the 21st Oh, yeah, man. That's, that's big, big, man. That's big. Appreciate it. Shout out, man. I was scared, man. I ain't gonna lie. When I seen that list come, I said, man, watch, I'm not on here. Really? <laughs> yeah. You thought they was gonna front on you? Why, because the South bias, maybe? I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. one of those things. You know, I've, I've been doing this for a long time, and a lot of times I feel like I get looked over. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all good. So, that, that was, was big. Well, I ain't even know that. Zay. Yeah, that's big, man. That's big for me. Well, you finna try to go up on the price. Yeah. That's right. Last year's price, price been up. Not... So, man, be your manager, the, pr- the price been up. <laughs> Put some emphasis on that. Yeah, the fifth greatest. <laughs> 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 yeah. I ain't know it was a list. When the list came out. <laughs> so you think you're getting your proper respect now? I, I believe so. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe I get what I deserve. And what I, are some things that you haven't done yet that you like, okay, I still got to get this? Oh, I didn't work with everybody possible really and to me things like what i'm doing now like what i'm doing with country wayne is like it's innovative it's new it's something that somebody else ain't doing Mm -hmm. so and i think that's what has kept me around for so long yeah i think my first big song was so icy in 2004 so to even be lasting this long in the game and still relevant i feel like each year i go up a notch i I know this old but how did the how did that gucci jeezy versus feel to you were you there? I was there. I was, okay. man, I was dancing on the stage the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was right there with Gucci. And it, you know what I mean? It was just amazing to to be there because So Icy was the song that, that made everything pop off. And I remember at the time, but we was fighting. It was like a real fight over the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm tied, but I'm tied to Gucci. Me and Gucci work with each other every day. This is my bro. So for the song to blow up and then it almost get blackballed to come back years later and, you know, it'd be one of the biggest verses that you see. And to be right there, you know, is unexplainable. You know what I mean? I will say it got a little, you know, a little tense in the yeah, room. Yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's definitely dope to be there. So at, at the time when I, I think the story was Jeezy wanted So Icy for the album. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm sure you had to sign off on some of that too. You probably wasn't. I, so I couldn't they put sign pressure. off. Man, okay. I was cutting hair in the barbershop at the time. Wow. And I'm getting people come to pick up, pick me up like, hey man, come roll with me, bro. Cause you know, we gotta get the paperwork signed. I'm like, well, hold on. I can't sign the paperwork with you. Me and Gucci, this Gucci song, we did this, you know, together mm -hmm. at the crib. So it was just one of them things where I was just stuck. Like it was a blessing. I got my first big song, but at the same time, I'm kind of nervous because it's like, well, dang, I do want to be on Jeezy album. I know this is gonna be the biggest thing going, but at the same time, this is me and you know, this is what me and Gucci do. Like, you know, this is something me and Gucci put together. Man, that says a lot about your character. Jeezy <laughs> had a bad boy deal going, he had the dev jam. At the time, yeah, so. he was red hot in the street. Like that says a lot about you, bro. But me and Gucci, though, you gotta think me and Gucci like brothers at this time. Mm -hmm. He at my house every day. We recording with each other every day. So ain't no way in the world I'm finna, you know, do something with these people over here and and cut my cut my bro out. Ain't no way in the world. So speaking of respect, y'all feel like y'all get y'all respect because see, like people try to like do what y'all do now, like like Charlemagne, Envy, and uh, Angela Yee. We living our life. I'm good. My life is amazing. I'm gonna interview y'all, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to practice. I got a podcast coming. I don't copy y'all too. Oh, you got a new podcast coming? Yeah, yeah. You got Who is coming out with? Uh, really, it's supposed to be on We Ain't Nazi yet, but I hit I hit her on me. Me and B Simone supposed to be doing something. I okay. hit B up because I feel like she she got an opinion. I feel like it'll be um. Something that, cause a lot of women did agree to disagree with me. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted somebody, who, you know, who, who's transparent. She's real transparent online. Me, her, and her friend Megan's will be doing the podcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they putting together now and all that. I want to hear it, man. F with your boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Why Ooh, you got condoms? Uh, nah, man. These, 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 <laughs> these, um, Percocets. <laughs> no nah, man, it's gone, man. It's gone, Solomon. Man, I, I use I use condom now. Why they don't f with you the way they f with Nick Cannon? They always talk about, oh, if I see Nick Cannon, I'm gonna get pregnant. They should be doing the same thing to you. Y'all talking with me? Yeah. Nah, man. I people... think Nick did a lot in a short period of time. Oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Okay. People, when people feel like you ain't gonna respond or you don't care, people feel that vibe off of you. It's like when me and Jess done went through that. They got off of me because they can tell I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. And I put yeah, up yeah. a video like, hey, man. Like, so I don't got that vibe. I, I don't even respond to comments. Man, I don't care for real. Like, I literally don't care. And, people, and most of your kids are grown. Like, your youngest is how old? My, um, my children, 16 to 3. Oh. Um, honest, honest 3, Tony 16. And they all, man, them children, them children rock with each other, man. They close. It's like, hell, if I didn't have them, I wouldn't know what to do. Because I need some employees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest thing to do in business is find good employees. Oh, man. So the EP out now? Yeah, the EP out, man. <laughs> Drippers, okay. they doing good, too, man. Yep, hit hit really like good. 21 on the chart. Yeah, on the, on the, on the Apple charts. Yep, yeah. for sure. Well, let's push it up even higher. Yeah, I appreciate y'all letting us come through for real, man. This is I a real love. blessing for y'all to let Drip come through. This is history to make it, man. Y'all let Drip come through and do his thing on the on legendary Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club, man. <laughs> and I appreciate y'all, man, 100, for real. Nah, Country so. Wayne is Zaytoven, a.k.a. Drippin' Zay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for pulling up, brother. No problem. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. you, man. It's the Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, what is one thing that Queen Latifah says she won't do for a role that people have asked her to do? Well, she was talking to All Worthy with Hunter McGrady. It's Yahoo Life's interview series, and. As a plus-size woman in the fashion industry, she said, my weight has always been a part of my identity, not necessarily because I make it that way, but instead because of the ways in which I've been labeled. So uh, according to Queen Latifah, she said that she's felt pressure 
to change the way that she looks. She said, I have felt that pressure and I've literally been asked to lose weight through my people. The word came. Luckily, I have people who are like, yeah, that's not going to happen. She's not losing weight for you. And she said it also made her angry. She said, I felt like I was fine. I'm what people look like. You want me to lose weight? Why? So there's a whole bunch of women out there who won't have someone to relate to on TV. Is that what you're trying to get at? Honestly, I knew by me standing up, I was actually standing up for some other people. Dope. So just a, just a word to everybody. If Makes you sense. want to uh, mm-hmm. book Queen Latifah, don't be trying to ask her to lose weight in order to, to be in a, a role. All right. Now let's talk about Kodak Black. Recently, uh, he posted on social media. And, you know, if anybody is friends with him or knows him, it might be a time for you to reach out to him because it feels like he's uh, going through a, a lot right now. But he tweeted so lonely, depressed, sad. And he said, nobody love me. Nobody cares. I'm everywhere at once. Friends playing in my head. Girls playing with my heart. Wish I can go back to the start. I'll never be famous. So... Yeah, it's definitely it kind of like makes me think of something. It. So definitely, if you're cool with Kodak, reach out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, now, Tia was Savage was recently on Angie Martinez's show, and she was talking about somebody trying to blackmail her to get an unspecified sum, and here's what she said happened. My road manager sends me a message. And he's like, yo, check your phone, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I check it, and there's a video, and I'm just like, where did you get this from? It's a tape of me and the person I'm dating right now. Yeah. Oh my and then, God, and then, I'm so sorry. I know. So the person's asking for money now. So Is it the person you were dating? No, 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 no. no, no. no. And he's going crazy too. So I'm like, what are we going to do? And my manager's like, well, how much are they asking for? So I woke up and I was like, no, I'm not going to allow anyone to blackmail me. Mm, I respect it. I mean, it sucks yes. to have your wow. you know personal business out there in that way, for sure, for sure. But I mean, you know, you get in front of it, own it, like you take the power out of it. Mm-hmm. And she also said, like two or three months from now, who's to say the person's not going to come back and it'll resurface again mm-hmm. with them asking for money? True. So it's kind yeah. of like a never-ending saga. You never know. I'm sure that tape, uh, they they're still going to have it. It'll still exist. And then once you give them money, they'll just ask for money again. And it is 2021. I mean, you know, how many sex tapes have we seen just come and go of various people? Yeah, still, but you don't. Yeah, want but to see, I'm, that is so traumatizing. Of course it is. About, you know, of course it is. But I mean, once it's out there, it's out there. You know, you do your best to get it taken down off the internet the best you can, and you know, you own it. Like you know, nobody, nobody can have no power over you with that tape if 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 you own it. Because like I said, there's been so many people who've tapes have come and gone. You hear about it for a second, and then poof. I wouldn't even have heard about that if, if I didn't hear it on Angie Martinez. All right, and that's probably her getting ahead of it too, in case something happens. You know, so people know, because if anybody gets sent that tape, they should know not to post that. Mm-hmm. And you should know you can't violate somebody's privacy like that. You look off. That's a terrible thing to do. All right. Adele is on the cover of Vogue <clears throat> and she's talking about uh, addressing Beyonce right after she refused. Adele refused to accept a Grammy because she felt like Beyonce should have won for a gra- album of the year. She was right. For Lemonade in 2017. And on stage, she refused to accept the award. And she said she said to Vogue in her new cover story that she also disagrees with the Academy's choice. She said, my personal opinion is that Beyonce definitely should have won. And she said she assumed Beyonce would win until the ceremony started. And she said she was overwhelmed with I'll have to go and tell her how much her record means to me. And she got emotional. She went to Beyonce's dressing room after the show 
She said when she first went in, she couldn't get it off her chest. And after she left, she burst into tears. And that's when her then, at the time, husband dragged her back in. And Beyonce's publicist cleared out the room. And she said with just her and Beyonce, she said to her that the, the way that the Grammys works, the people who control it at the very top, they don't know what a visual album is. They don't want to support the way that she's moving things forward with her releases and the things that she's talking about. So... She said, Lemonade deserved to win for my friends who are women of color. It was such a huge acknowledgement for them of the sort of undermined grief that they go through for her to nail that on the head and also bring in the entire globe. She said, this album is my album. She just knows what I'm going through. That album was not written for me, but yet I could still feel like this is the biggest gift. Yeah, Lemonade was so, definitely robbed that it. year. Lemonade was 100% robbed that year. I remember that vividly. Because I remember, didn't Adele break the Grammy in half or something and tried to give half to Beyonce? Well, she said... She said when she got her Grammy in the mail, it was broken. And oh. she said the way that she paid tribute to Beyonce, she said um, she put a piece of fruit, there's a lemon in the broken part of the trophy. Mm. I don't want the lemon, right, I want I'm the Angela goddamn Yee lemonade. That was called lemonade. What is a lemon for? The hell? She can't put lemonade <laughs> in the right, trophy. You can send me some All right, I'm Angela Yee and that's your rumor report. Now, who are you giving your donkey to, Charlemagne? Oh, man, this is a great story, and I really think we need to take this. We might, uh, well, you know what? Her name is Emmo. Emmo's suing Geico. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. This Sunday on CBS, Queen Latifah is back, equalizing injustice in The Equalizer. Need help? Have nowhere to run? She's the one you call when you can't call 911. America's number one new show, The Equalizer, returns this Sunday at 8, 7 central on CBS. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. Hey. <laughs> the practice club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Hey, Donkey of the Day for Friday, October 8th goes to a woman named M.O. I don't know if that's her real name, but court documents refer to her as M.O. And M.O. is suing a lot of people's favorite insurance agency, Geico. Okay, dropping the clues bombs for Geico. Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Fun fact, do you know that their original model was you could still save money on car insurance? even if you made a few mistakes. Also a fun fact, the Geico Lizard's name is actually Martin. Did anybody know that? Okay, another fun fact. Nope. Martin the Lizard is Geico's mascot because back in a galaxy far, far away called 1999, Geico debuted his mascot, the Geico Gecko, and they chose the Gecko because Geico had often been mispronounced as Gecko. And boom, Martin the Geico Lizard was born, okay? When you do your Googles, you end up going down a rabbit hole of information that some would call useless until you realize these are great casual conversations to have at dinner. Now, M.O. is suing Geico, people. She's suing for $1 million. Okay, I was reading this story on the Daily Mail, and I really couldn't believe it. I mean, historically... Insurance companies cover injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. But M.O. feels she's owed compensation from Geico that really doesn't have anything to do with Geico. Now, I don't like explaining these stories, so it's always good when it's someone else who does. We found a YouTube channel from a young woman named Lady T. Lady T uh, broke this story down. So let's go to Lady T for the report, please. 
A Missouri woman is seeking $1 million from Geico in a federal court after she has sex and contracted an STD from a man in the backseat of his vehicle that was covered by the insurance provider. The insurance company has since filed a countersuit and have accused the pair who have elected to remain anonymous of colluding for a massive payout. The woman referred to as M.O. in the court document filed a liability suit after having unprotected sex with a man labeled M.B. in the backseat of hmm. his 2014 Honda Genesis, a testing positive for HPV as a result. The car is covered by the insurance policy and MB's name. At that point, the woman without Geico's knowledge entered legal talks with her then lover and reached an agreement <coughs> in state court where she will receive $5.2 million if only from Geico court documents concerning the case revealed. Oh, thank you, Lady T. Drop on the clue box for Lady T. I don't know, Lady T. Just... We just snatched her audio, that's all. Okay, long story short, M.O. wants compensation from Geico. $1 million in damages because she had unprotected unprotected sex in 2017 in the backseat of a 2014 Hyundai Genesis. And she caught an STD. First of all, HPV is the most common sexually transmitted disease in these streets. Okay, 42% of all adults ages 18 to 49 walking around here with HPV, all right? Experts estimate 80% of all sexually active people are infected. All right, it's just a basic disease. Ironically, the Hyundai Genesis is a basic car. Ironically, ironically, M.O., you sound kind of basic. I hate to say it like that, and I'm sending you healing energy, but the logic ain't logicking in this story, okay? You pop that boom, boom for a goon unprotected in the back of that Hyundai Genesis, and now you want to sue for a million dollars because Geico is the insurance company that covers the car? Listen, Geico covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. Hmm. Hold up now. Hold up. Use of the car. Use of the car. Use of the car. They used the car for sex, and she caught an HPV. Bro, I might have a case. <laughs> I might have to reel this in, okay? Geico is suing back, accusing the couple of conspiring to capitalize on a situation that they created themselves, and they are both in it together and are colluding for a payout. And Mo reached an agreement with dude she was smashing in the Hyundai. They came to an agreement in state court where she would get $5.2 from the company. I don't even know how that works. Geico is countersuing and wants to know why the couple is hiding their identities. But I think... I think Mo might have a case here. I can't, I can't in good conscience give this woman donkey of the day until we go to Breakfast Club Court. I need to hear from more people because Geico, even in their countersuit, they're not really saying she tripping. They just saying she colluding with the dude she's accusing of giving her an STD. Mo might have a case, bro, because Geico covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car that Hyundai was being used. It was just being used for sex. Some could even say sex is maintenance, but let's stick to the use of the card thing. I don't know, man. Hit the Breakfast Club court music, right? Hit the Breakfast Club court music. Does MO have a case? I don't know, bro. Yeah. Oh, explain. Talk to me, Evie. 
All right. Well, let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Now, as a, an attorney for Geico, I can't award this woman so mu- this much money. Mm. And let me tell you the reasons why. How many times has you have you burnt your finger on the uh, lighter in the car? That means I would have to pay for that because that injury really happened in the car. Or what about when you just hit your head or bump something on the car? Does that mean I got to pay for that? No. She had sex with that dirty D, and she has to take that. That has nothing to do with me or Geico or what happened as an accident in that car. Well, question. No, let's, let me push back on that. Sir, you're in the car. You're using a lighter in the car. That is use of the car. Just because you weren't smart enough to sue Geico for the damages that you incurred because you're thinking of things like accidents, you know, and and just typical things that happen with the car as, you know, things that could be be claims. That sounds like use of the car to me. You get burned by a lighter that's in the car. That was use of the car, bro. I don't know, man. Don't know. Well, let's open it sounds like M.O. got a case. Does, does Geico owe her money? Nah. But... All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Does Geico owe this young lady money? She was having huh? sex in the back of a she Hyundai, man. She had sex in the back of the car, and she got HPV. Does that mean that Geico have to pay for that? Does that mean every accident that happens in the car, yes. Geico now has to pay for? Is Based, that a thing? I didn't know until I, I just read so. this. I read it. It says it covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. They were using the car for sex. There was damages that happened in the car. The guy owns the car. That backseat shouldn't be so comfortable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If that that car didn't have a backseat or a passenger seat, there could be no use of the car for sex. Why the Honda Genesis got a backseat? Cars cars are used to drive, not for sex. They're supposed to be going to drive from point A to point B. You're not supposed to use a car for sex. Who says? Show me in the manual where it says you can't use a car for sex. Show me in the Hyundai Genesis manual where it says that sex is not covered under the use of car. Show me. And how do we know that HPV didn't come from the back seat? Whoa. Now ye, now you logicking. Now the logic's starting to logic a little. Logicking. Oh, my goodness. Call us up right now. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Breakfast Club Court. Tell them why, Charlemagne. Man, we are taking a young woman to Breakfast Club Court. Her name is M.O. M.O. is suing Geico for a million dollars for damages that she suffered in the backseat of a Hyundai Genesis because she was having sex and she caught an HPV and she said that it's Geico's fault because the Geico is the insurance company that covers the car. Now, I never thought about it, but Geico covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. That guy was using the car for sex. He's the owner of that car. Geico covers the car. He gave her an HPV. Sounds like she got a case, bro. Hmm. I have to disagree. I mean, you can't charge me for everything that goes on in that car. I mean, as a kid, I burnt my finger on the cigarette lighter. So does that mean... I get uh, I, I get to sue Geico. Yes. Uh, the other day I was in a I was in a um, Uber and a spider popped out and and it almost bit me. If that spider would have bit me and I would have got a little something, would that does that mean I could have sued Geico if they had Geico insurance? Yes. Possibly, no. if this woman wins her that case, then fair. yes. Well, maybe not the spider, but the lighter definitely. Because the lighter is use of the car. You were using the car. You were using something that even was in the car, and you got burnt. Spider, maybe not. Lighter, I think so. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Go, hey, this is Yeah. What do you think, bro? Yo, 
Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Look, I was taught black and white government things. This is a fine print the use of the car. <laughs> you said what? It's in the fine print the use of the car. They use that car to have that sex and cause that, that disease. That's still a test. <laughs> I don't speak it's your type of nigga, bro. I don't even know what the hell you just said. Oh, I heard was <laughs> Use <Yeah>. the car. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Pyro. Pyro, what you think? What? Man, look, I'm from that city. Do you hear me? Like, St. Louis is my city. You feel me? You can't take hustle away from them people. SEL is known to hustle. But that right there, that they doing, that's that little geeker. We call it a geeker move. So what you think? You don't think she got a case? She ain't got no case, man. But at the same time, you like or using the car though. That's what I'm saying. It's use of the car. And the guy owns the car. And the and, and Geico covers the insurance of that guy. He used the car for sex and there was some damages, bro. I don't know, man. And look, you yeah, know the damage I feel like with the right lawyer, she could the win this. Driving. You right. You right, Angela. No. Look, with the, the damages is to that woman's fountain. That fountain creates kids. Her kids ain't gonna come out right. Thank you for calling. In the fine print, it says when you purchase these cars, you're supposed to use these cars to drive a vehicle, not to be reckless. And having sex in the car is reckless. Does it say that you can't have That's, sex in the car? And Envy, it sounds like you're no, passing you're judgment. A, a lot of drive. people have sex in their car. That's right. A lot of people have sex in their car. You've had sex in your car before, Envy. That is what true, if you live out your car? And, uh, that's a good point, too, Yee. It's people that live out their car. Cars serve multiple purposes other than just driving, bro. No, but I believe Geico only covers for driving. You just can't have a car and just say, I'm going to sleep and live in my car. It says insured. it says they cover injuries. It says Geico covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. They were using that Hello, car, who's bro. This? Hello, who's this? This is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, what do you think? I absolutely not believe that she is due any money. Like you said earlier, she slept with that dirty D, so therefore she got what she deserves. Yeah. That, she don't deserve a payout. Yeah, but that dirty D owns that Hyundai Genesis that's covered by Geico. And when there's damages, when there's damages due to the use of the car, and he was using the car for sex, I don't know. That wasn't know. The, car. the car was being used. Case. I believe nope, she has a case, but I think it's also kind of crappy that, that she found a loophole to get it like that. She had to go get an HCV and get a payday. I don't think it's a loophole. I think it's a dirty pee hole. And I think that dirty pee hole is attached to that car, and that car is uh, covered by Geico, and the damages have to be covered by somebody. I, I'm, and somebody I, is going to have to pay for that payday because now our insurance rates are going to go up with Geico because they have to make up for that 5-point-something million loss. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think some of y'all hating because a lot of y'all done caught STDs in cars, too, and y'all never thought to sue the guy in the, in the insurance agency. Well, I definitely hate on her because of that. I got to give her props. She, she's going to do the dang thing, but... Uh, I still think it's kind of crap that, but I'm a little Jay. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little fancy about it. <laughs> <laughs> My million right now sounds really, really nice. I'll take that. I'll take what, that HTV. What, what STD did you catch in the car? Oh, I ain't never caught no STD ever, and I'm 46 years old. Congr me, me, I'm 43 and never caught an STD. I'm happy for that. That's a great <laughs> stat. Have a great day. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Should this lady get money from Geico? That is the question. We're in Breakfast Club Court. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning.
morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're in Breakfast Club Court. Charlamagne, tell them why. We're in Breakfast Club Court because there's a woman named M.O. who is absolutely positively suing Geico for a million dollars because she had sex with a dude in the backseat of a Hyundai Genesis. The Hyundai is covered by Geico. The guy owns the car. She caught an STD, and somebody got to pay for the damages. I think she has a case simply because Geico covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. All right, so we're going to the phone lines. What do you think? Do you agree or not? Hello, who's this? This is Nicole. Nicole, what are your thoughts, Mama? I feel like she may actually have a case because I actually just had to do a daycare and learning about the laws. And then, you know, a few years back, there was a lady that sued McDonald's and got almost $3 million in punitive damages because she spilled hot coffee on her. I remember that. I remember that case because they didn't, what was it? The coffee was too hot or something like that? Yeah. So, if I mean, who thought it that she spilled the coffee? But she won the case. So. She won the case. I don't know. I just think that we upset that we never thought about this before. But truth be told, that woman experienced damages in the backseat of that man's Hyundai Genesis, bro. And the Hyundai Genesis is use of car. He was using the car for sex. I think she got a case. Yeah, and I, I think know. with Let's the right lawyer, the- she could win this. I agree. Hello, who's this? This, this is Shelt, man. Shelt, what are your thoughts, bro? I don't know, man. Charlemagne might got a he might got a I got a point there, man. He said, he said the use of the car. You see, Geico gonna have to change their language up after this. That's right. That's right. Well, I think Geico. I think yeah, Geico has. It's very. It's very vague, and I and I. It's very vague, and I just think this could be a class action lawsuit for other people who might have gotten STDs in their car. That's right. Think about all the gonorrhea, syphilis, chlamydia, herpes that's been caught in insured cars. You know, these people own these cars that are insured by companies. Somebody got to pay for them damages, bro. It's definitely going to set a precedent. You know, imagine, you know, me, everybody that, you know, like y'all said, what STDs and everything in the car. It's just going to set a precedent for everybody. Everybody's going to come out of the woodwork. Man. I don't think they could do that. They got, Geico got to be, they, they got to be protected somehow, some way. There's no way they're going to let this slide because there's so many accidents that happen in the car nope. that have nothing to do with driving. Nope. So I'm sure Geico nope. is fully aware of this already. Geico wasn't protected. MO wasn't protected. And that's the problem. Okay. That's how STDs got passed. <laughs> and Geico covers the insurance of this car. Somebody has to pay. I think it's going to be Geico. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even think about it until I read the fact that it is, it is use of car. Hello. Who's this? How you doing, brother? It's Muhammad from East Northport. How are you? Peace, King. Muhammad, what are your thoughts? Yes, sir. I'm saying, I don't know who the burden of proof is on, but how can she prove that she didn't already have HPV or two, that that was that specific encounter where she contracted HPV? I like you, Muhammad. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh Uh-oh. What do you say now, Charlemagne, Angela? How do we even know she got HPV Well, maybe if she had went to the doctor prior to that incident and then afterward uh, noticed that she had just recently contracted it, I think that might be something the doctor can prove. No, she could have had HPV outside the car. They could have had, she could have bent her over on top of the car or on the tree or in the house before they got in the car. Whoa. She actually got it in the car. It's still use of the car. It don't matter. It's still use of the car. If you bent her over that hood, it's still use of the car, sir. Okay. It could have been in the house beforehand. Could have been in the street. Nope. She said it happened in the car. How do we know? Was we don't. Camera? How do we know that it actually happened in the car? Nope. Muhammad, you're right. Muhammad saved the day. I'm not going to say he saved the day, but, you know, it's still up for debate. That's all I'm saying. I think she got a case. So what's the moral, what's the moral of the poll? Are you giving a donkey or not? The moral of the story is y'all better start reading the fine print of these cars because we might have been getting, letting these people get away with a lot of damages. They might have been getting off scot-free, not paying us for a lot of damages over the years. That's the moral of the story. Oh my goodness.
All right. Now we got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, Real Housewives of Potomac, the reunion is coming up. And looks like Nicki Minaj really is hosting it. We'll talk more about it. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's Spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Nicki Minaj posted Guess Who, bitches? Andy Conda, Real Housewives of Potomac, coming soon on Bravo. So, Bravo, Andy. Andy wrote, It's the reunion I could never get away with at the end of hours tonight. Nicki Minaj surprised the Real Housewives and did her own thing. Andy Conda. Listen, Real House of Potomac is my favorite one of the uh all of them right now so i don't know if y'all watch that but if you haven't you should catch up who's on that sure one i do they all good I... that's not the one you're selling robin on I... to your network yes oh okay. yes it is yes it is oh, i can't i can't <laughs> yes, keep up is. with these yeah. cities but yes yeah, salute to yourself and robin they have the uh reasonably shady podcast on the black effect iheart radio podcast network yeah they actually do some of it on the series so you could check it out as mm-hmm. they uh, have a whole shady little uh brunch okay now let's talk about new music because it is friday so new albums don tolliver life of a don here is uh one of the songs up there flocky flocky so travis scott is featured on that song also alchemist this thing of ours volume two uh sleepy hollow still sleep is out today the deluxe uh, version of that and Justin Bieber has shared three new tracks and here is uh one of the the new Justin Bieber tracks Haley this life is This is the complete edition of his sixth studio album, Justice. So it's an updated version with Red Eye, Angel Speak, and Haley. They said uh, Angel Speak and Haley were included on the Japanese version of Justice, and Red Eye was a bonus track on the Web Store alternative cover CD that was available exclusively in Europe. Uh, other things that are out today, here is some new uh, Corday Super. Last year I made seven million, then had to do a single show. Should I too much up at Coca-Cola for the check that cut me at the Super Bowl? On my life moments is a Super Bowl. Dr. Dre, he got a Super Bowl. Oh, they be snapping. And All Jesse, right? yes, mm-hmm. he does. I used to play badminton too. Um, Jesse Nelson featuring Nicki huh? Minaj, boys. Bad boys want a bad boy. Weren't the biggie, diddy, and mace. Whoa, like Bob, won't find a prettier face. He gon' keep my VBSs dancing like Toto, so I could just shine while he shoot up the place. Okay, Nikki. Okay, Onika. Drop one of cool bombs for Onika. Okay, Onika. Onika still got it. Okay. All right, and shout out to NBA Youngboy. His uh, new Sincerely Control album has cracked 6 billion streams. Is that amazing? Wow. Oh, yeah, what so that mean? congratulations to him. How much, how much money that By come? the way, how much his money music has been streamed to? over 6 billion times since September 2020, but he's only gotten 55,000 radio airplay spins in that same time period. Oh, you know, we know radio isn't the most culturally competent right now you know that radio's not the most in tune right now what's going on that's just the fact you might got to put some young boy in the mix envy by the way this is what yeah, M- you this, this young boy is what fourth number one album isn't it i think yep, yep. something mm-hmm. like that i've 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 mm-hmm. never heard nba young boy on the radio why well, i asked that question a couple years ago why is it nba young boy on the radio what do i know is he signing somebody 
Yeah, he's on Atlantic. I thought it was. In, I thought he's Atlantic Independent, right? They have like a a deal. Now he's not signed to them as an artist. He has like a a production deal, right? That's a, I would love to know why radio ignores NBA YoungBoy. I really would. It's a good question. I would love to know. Mm-hmm. I would love to know why program directors, DJs, don't pay attention to NBA YoungBoy. Is he because he's too young and like maybe I, some of the DJs older and they're not in tune? I don't know. What is it? What do you think? I, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe he just doesn't play the game of politics of going to visit the stations and do interviews and things like that. Who knows? Well, we know what's going to happen. You know, we heard what last week that him and Drake was supposed to collab. Him and Drake would do a record and then radio would jump on that record and play it because Drake's on it. There you go. And then act like they're, they've been there on NBA go. Youngboy the whole time. We know how the game goes. All right. Now, uh, speaking of how the game goes, Young Berg has spoke some things into existence. Now, he was uh, talking about coming onto the Breakfast Club and lying about having had an opportunity and all these different people coming at him to be um, to be an executive at one of these labels. And this was on the Fact Podcast. Here's what he said. On my journey to become an executive, like I just started having the Big Sean bounce backs and I had a few different records that was bubbling and I went and did Breakfast Club. Like I really went up there and spoke to existence. Like I've been offered a couple positions from labels right now. Like I have like three different labels trying to offer me positions and ours and stuff like that. I just said it wasn't nobody trying to holler at me. <laughs> yes, I just threw it out there as bait. And it worked out. He did speak it into existence. He ended up working at Atlantic Records. So <laughs> I guess you can nice. just say something, put it in the atmosphere, and it can happen. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Of course, I'm in Hampton right now for Hampton Homecoming. So let's take it back to HBCU days. Straight Homecoming mix. Let me know what you want to hear. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here. Don't you wish everything was as easy as getting quality coverage from the General Insurance? The General offers the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Switch to the General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God. I have Dr. Rita Walker here, the author of The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. The word should, you know, uh, we were discussing it uh, the, the, when we were talking just, just now. Should means judgment is what Angela Rice said to me. But we always saying what we should be doing. We should be in the gym. You know, we should be in church. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. We should be at a certain place in our life. Why is that word so harmful? A should is pressure. Mm. It is pressure. And we have enough mm. pressures from so many different directions that we don't have to pressure ourselves. I get it. You know, we we feel like if we say I should be doing something, it's like it's a motivator, like I should work out. But if you're not working out, there's probably a reason you're not working out. And Mm. so should removes the problem solving also. So if you say it would be nice if I worked out, it would be helpful if I worked out, then that opens up opportunities for problem solving. Like, okay, so if I'm not working out, what's going on? What's the problem? What do I need to change? You know, do I need to work out a certain time of day? Do I need to get my clothes out the night before? So if I have my workout clothes available, I can go work out. So should is pressure, and it also eliminates the options for problem solving. What if some people need that pressure? What if there are people that absolutely positively should be doing something? you got to give me an example. I drive my students nuts, and I've been driving them nuts for 19 years because they will say, should this and should that, and I literally just stop and watch them. Like, and they, until they say, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I said You should this. stop smoking crack. You should, you should stop crack. Mm. I knew you would come up with with something. It would be helpful. 
if you stopped smoking crack. That but doesn't if sound somebody, strong enough, but if, No, but, but why do you need something strong? Maybe the mm. reason that they're smoking crack is stronger. Ooh, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what are some strategies that, that, that people should use then when they're, I'm serious. When they're when they're in a rut, or they're anxious, or they're you know the, the windows feeling. When you, yeah. you said they're dealing with something stronger than the thing that they're abusing. You know that really is a tough question. Mm-hmm. You know to be honest, and it has it has a lot of layers because for a lot of folks, you know when they're in, you know, it's kind of like a, a fish in the fishbowl. All they know is the water around them and what they're dealing with and and how they're living their day to day life. They might see outside the fishbowl and see like everybody else seems to be doing okay. But they can't get there. And for those folks who are, you know, in that fishbowl, it is good for them to have people around them who can reflect back to them like, okay, this is what I see. And not in a judgmental way, as Mm -hmm. you know, like this is what I see. I am concerned. It takes vulnerability to be able to say that, which we don't do very well with vulnerability. But, you know, I'm afraid for you. I'm afraid you may not be here tomorrow. And so when we communicate what that person's behavior is doing to us, mm-hmm. then it lets them know, okay, they're here. They're not judging me. They're just telling me they're concerned. And when they're ready, they'll go to that person. Mm. Can you discuss uh, psychological fortitude, which you, which you talk about in Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health? I'm, I'm happy to do it because, you know, whenever you ask someone like, well, how you doing? And they say something like, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they say something that doesn't tell you much. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to move these conversations forward, we need to have more honest conversations about where we are. And that's for ourselves and also for the people around us. And, you know, mental health, people hear that. They think all kinds of things. They think, mm-hmm. you know, you crazy or or I'm not crazy because I'm not, you know, losing my mind. But there are levels to this. So psychological fortitude kind of replaces the language of mental health. But it still speaks to our ability to be able to use our minds to go to work, take care of school, take care of our family, take care of our health, and also tap into our life purpose. You know, everyone, every single person has a life purpose, but they can't access it Mm. because there's just so much going on in life. They're so overwhelmed by life. So if you can give a zero to 10 rating, you know, if I say for you, you know, okay, so on a zero to 10 scale, what is your capacity to be able to do your work and take care of your family and to be able to take care of your physical health? That's important, mm-hmm. as important as mental health um, and to live your life purpose on a zero to 10, zero being I can't do any of that. And 10 is I'm cooking with grease. I'm knocking it out the park. You know, what's a rating? Uh, probably yeah, for me, I'd probably like say six, seven. OK, six or seven mm-hmm. is fine. And I notice you pause. It doesn't have to be a perfect number. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you share that with somebody, then they know like, eh, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's OK. You know, may, things could be better, obviously. But if I ask you tomorrow and you say, it's an eight, then I know you're doing better. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be a perfect number, but it communicates to someone else who's listening how you're doing. Uh, if someone says they're at about a four or a five, then the person who hears that is able to say, well, hey, you know, sounds like something's going on. You want to just get lunch? You don't even have to talk about whatever the thing is, but just being there. So the zero to 10 also gives us an opportunity to figure out what kinds of adjustments or changes need to be made. Maybe the person needs support. Maybe they don't. Yeah, I don't think you could ever get to a perfect number if you're truly taking care of yourself as well. Like, you know, if you're pouring in other people, but also taking the time to pour into yourself, I don't think you'll ever get to get to a perfect number. Because to me, a perfect number means that I'm just going all out and I'm never, ever, ever, ever stopping. And eventually I'm a crash. Well, and actually when I say when I say perfect, I mean that you get the, the precise rating. Got you. Yeah. So I don't expect anybody to be at a 10, certainly in a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like I just that that can't happen. We don't have, you know, our usual day to day life. A lot of folks still trying to figure out 
you know, what they're doing. A lot of folks are dealing with grief mm-hmm. um, and loss. So I don't expect for anybody to be at a 10, especially in a global pandemic. But maybe if we can get on the other side of this, there may be 10 days, you mm-hmm. know, and, and nine to 10 days. But yeah, when folks are always pouring out, you know, they have to be aware of that. Mm. And they have to say, like, I'm doing things that are important to me. But if I'm at a, you know, six, I either need to back up off of some of that or I need to find someone who's going to pour into me. Absolutely. Got to make the adjustments. Her name is Dr. Rita Walker. Her book is The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. Y'all need to go grab that right now. And you can see her this Sunday at the Mental Wealth Expo at the Marriott Marquis Times Square from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. right here in New York City. She'll be speaking on uh, the Black Women's Mental Health Panel with um, Tracy J., Dr. Alfie Noble. Hold on, I don't want to miss nobody. Um, Dr. Chairman Jackman and Corey Miner-Smith. Okay, so make sure you come check her out. And check her out tonight on The God's Honest Truth on Comedy Central, my late night talk show at 10 p.m. And you said something on the show tonight that I would love for you to end with. You introduced the phrase that I feel should be in every corporation in America, and that phrase is culturally humble. What does that mean? Well, you know, we talk a lot about cultural competence, right? That in business, in all sorts of industries, we want people to be culturally competent. But that suggests that there's like, a checkbox or someplace that you arrive. You know, if you get enough information, then you'll be competent. And what we really need is for people to understand that it's more of a process and it's a it's a disposition that recognizing, certainly for individuals who are white or European American, that I don't know everything about other cultures and I need to have a space or disposition where I'm gaining more information, I'm processing more information, and I'm not making assumptions about other groups that that we're all just the same. Mm. I understand that we want to do this uh, melting pot thing, but we really are more of a salad bowl, and we need to understand all the different parts, and that is a process that takes time. It's Dr. Rita Walker. Thank you for coming, Dr. Walker. Thank you for having me. It's the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 